0: what's up boys and girls and thank you for tuning in to the josh belcher uncharted podcast i'm your host josh belcher had a really awesome eventful weekend slash week uh, this week and uh, had a whole lot of fun uh, kicking it off. I got to go to the listening room cafe uh, stand-up comedian Brandon Skelton and I got to go listen to an album called love lives on uh, It's an album that celebrates the lives lived of selfish selfless excuse me service uh, Men and women and the loved ones they left behind Um, It's coming out here really, really soon. But in the meantime, you can pre-order the single Love Lives On by Lone Star featuring Vince Gill. You can go to www.lovelivesonmusic.com dot com got a couple of interviews from that get together. There was a bevy of singer-songwriters, musicians. Um, got to interview Richie McDonald from Lone Star about the title track, the debut single "Love Lives On," and legendary country artist Eddie Raven uh, talked to us about his contributions. What makes this uh, album so neat and so moving? is that the uh, loved one of fallen soldiers, um, their families, co-wrote and added to these songs. And some of them would just uh, tug at your heartstrings. Um, I had a headache uh, from uh, crying and um, just paying tribute. There's nothing that gives me greater joy. Nobody I respect and honor more than the uh, men and women in uniform that keep this country free. Uh, Thank you for all that are listening, and I appreciate you and honor you immensely. But it's a great cause. It's going to be a great album. TAPS stands for Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors. Um, you can find them anywhere on social media. They have their own website. Uh, they have a helpline number if you are a uh, military family uh, that needs assistance. They have helped dozens upon, well not dozens, thousands upon millions of families. I think it was up in the, you know, six hundred thousands or 800,000 families uh, when they told us at the Listening Room Cafe how many people they've helped. There's going to be a beautiful album, and every song uh, is about a specific soldier, um, and their families, like I said, lended their talents to co-write the songs with uh, heavy hitters in the music writing industry, as well as artists like, uh, you know, Vince Gill was there, um, uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, uh, Pam Tillis, a newcomer named Angie, Kylie Howard, I'm sure I said that wrong K-E-I-L-H-A-U-E-R she was there that's uh, just to name a couple off the top of my head but it's going to be a great album it's really a unique thing and um, I- I'm feeling really awesome about it uh, I've already pre-ordered my copy and I hope you will do the same it's, it's very touching um, as well as uh, of course I mentioned that uh, the last weekend I got to go see um, Super Middleweight Champion in uh, Nashville Ashland City Tennessee native Caleb Plant defend his title against Vincent Figan Boots, Bridgestone Arena. Uh, hands down, one of the greatest events I've ever been a part of. Um, really, really got me fired up about boxing, uh, especially having a hometown person like Caleb Plant, who is truly Tennessee's Cinderella man. He has a story, amongst stories that you uh, couldn't make up. Uh, if you get a chance, go to SweetHandsFilm.com or just look up Caleb SweetHands Plant online. Uh, learn about the guy because he came from nothing and you want to talk about a uh, biblical Job-like situation, Caleb Plant is living it. So check him out. I'm a big fan and uh, uh, love his story immensely and following his boxing career uh, as he just uh, goes through opponents, taking the boxing world by storm. So when you get a chance, check that out. Last but certainly not least uh, at the Cherry Theater in Columbia, Tennessee went and checked out the Bluegrass Band Uh, mine and Bill Murray's favorite Bluegrass Band the Steel Drivers have a new album out called Bad For You Um, they're uh, fantastic to see live Um, gotta check them out go to their website listen to that album put on an incredible show Um, very very uh, awesome to be a part of that Uh, and without further ado also this week's uh, guest we have got Jeff Lyon, who works at Nash FM, he is the producer of the Blair Garner Show. He was my mentor when it was called uh, KDF 103.3. The man deserves a medallion, a medal for putting up with me uh, in my early 20s as I was a young buck trying to break into radio. Uh, and he uh, he's amazing. He, uh, he's a, a Rembrandt on the board. Uh, it's like watching Flash from DC, uh, and he is the best of the best. And I thank the world of him, and thank you for lending his time to uh, be on the podcast. Other uh, guest we've got is Sam Payne of Sam Payne Art. You can check him up online. He is, he's an artist. He calls it vector art. Draws some of the most amazing comic book characters that I've ever seen. Uh, local, national, native. Uh, caught some of his art at a comic-con he was nice enough to uh, talk to me about uh, what he's got going on Uh, really really great artist pin-up in comic art check him out that's Payne art and like i said we've got richie mcdonald from lone star and eddie raven talking about the taps love lives on album and uh let's let's get it started here we go Batting first on the podcast this week is the phenomenal vocalist Richie McDonald from the country supergroup Lone Star. He uh, is the vocalist on the title track Love Lives On uh, for the album Love Lives On that is uh, for Taps and uh, check him out on their website and get you a copy because it is a brilliant album, a brilliant piece of work. We to him a little bit about his contribution. Here you go. Thank you for taking the time to do this. I mean, what made you decide to get involved? Uh,
1: you know what, I got involved with TAPS a few years ago, just going and doing some of the the events, some of the songwriter shows, and um, and then the way that Lone Star got involved, uh, I went to the Washington D.C. gala and uh, just sitting there listening to all the stories, and uh, Bonnie Carroll had been up there, you know, just telling you know her story, and um, at the very end of her story, she said, you know, and what she did, she put Love Lives On on her husband's uh, marker. Oh, wow. And when she said Love Lives On, it just gave me cold chills. And I just uh, looked at Frank Myers and said, I need to write that song. Yeah. And it kind of you know, grew out of that and told the guys about TAPS. And they, then Dean also wrote a song with uh, one of the families. So, yeah, it's, it's an That's awesome... Awesome thing to be a part
0: of. Yeah, and I never got to meet you before. I just want to tell you, you got the greatest voice in the world. Really, well, is a thrill you. just to talk to you. Nobody, I can't wait till you sing. Never got to hit you up live, Brandon. What was your question? You had something. So,
1: several years back, you was on the radio. Yeah. It was a Valentine's special, and you sung a song that you had wrote for your wife, but you hadn't released it. Did you ever release that one, or did you keep that one? this between you. See those lines there on your face. Oh yeah. <laughs> you see wrinkles, I see grace. More beauty than you know. No, growing old together. Oh my oh, gosh. Man. Goosebumps, man Yes, that was oh, it that Oh my gosh uh, One of my you. favorite songs Absolutely. Yeah, awesome. song. yeah, it was on my solo album You know, when I left the band For a few years And um, just, you know Just some of those songs That I wrote over the years That we never recorded And I had the opportunity To do it Yeah, yeah. Alright, well to hunt it up, i up, now Because I just remember When the song finished up I was like, that's great I got looked that up And then you're like Oh, I haven't recorded that when I was like You know, of course This was back before We could search them all up
0: I, Yeah, grown old <laughs> together oh, beautiful. That's a great one What can I say about country legend Eddie Raven that you don't already know? He's had a slew of billboard hot country hits, uh, singles you've already known and celebrated many times over, such as myself as well, with I Got Mexico, shine, shine, shine. I'm gonna get you, Joe knows how to live, My personal favorite is in a letter to you and by you boys just to name a few he was also at the love lives on listening party at the listening room uh, with a song he contributed to he's going to tell us about that coming up right here enjoy here with eddie raven one of the greatest that ever did vocals on anything Um, thank you for lending your talents to this what made you decide to be a part of it well,
1: uh, I got involved in it uh, before we did this, and doing the shows out in Denver for that. And uh, Frank, uh, Frank and I got into it and uh, out there, and just uh, it's a good cause, great people, you know. It's uh, some things you do because it's right. Yeah, that's it. And you look back and you say, I was right, but I didn't know why I did it. But I'm glad my conscience works. Yeah, it's just a great thing. And, and like I say Frank. Uh, Frank's like my little brother. He played lead for me for 10 years.
0: We oh, worked, really? Yeah, we worked together a long time, and uh, he called me when they put all this together, and I said, yeah, why not? That's awesome. <laughs> well, we're looking forward to hearing you perform. it's nothing better. Well, uh, one of the greatest songs to me in the history of the world, uh, seeing it all in a
2: little oh, time. Yeah. Um, of course, I can't <laughs> sing it, but still love it to this day. I, I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Big yeah, record for it. That's it. Well, we appreciate your time. Thank, thank, thank you. you, sir.
0: Next up on the podcast is legend and Nashville broadcasting giant Jeff Lyon, a Nash FM producer of the Blair Garner Show. Uh, He's my hero. He was my mentor while I was interning at 103 KDF, WKDF at the time, Um, and he's just a great human being, and we're going to catch up with him right now on Josh Belcher Uncharted Podcast. Enjoy.
2: Best mentor ever. Uh tell me again what what you got going on with your life as far as the uh, video side of things. That was just exciting what you were telling me a little bit earlier yeah man F- first of all,
3: thank you for uh for all the kind words uh' um, yep, all true <laughs> long as people say that then um maybe maybe something that that I did was worthwhile so uh. oh it was. <laughs>
2: I remember it yesterday. it was like watching you on that board It was like watching the flash on the w v
3: well, See now that's very nice. I used yeah. to say I could play a board like Charlie Daniels played a fiddle.
2: Oh my gosh, and he beat the devil in a competition. So
3: and that is exactly, and so that you owned it. It was just kind of uh, my mentality when I got back there. But uh, you know, that's <laughs> when radio was fun, Josh.
2: Yeah, absolutely. When it was a blast, and people enjoyed it, and there was camaraderie, and people would call you and have something cool to say, like, "Oh, you remember Old Pluto?"
3: Oh yeah, man. <laughs> I, I wonder whatever happened, to Old Pluto. He was just a um, he was like the Otis of Dixon. Was, <laughs> you were an Andy Griffith lover. Um, yeah. But he would call all the time. You just never knew what he was going to say. And if he had a Snoop full then uh, he was uh, radio gold as far as I was concerned.
2: And he was. I'll never forget the time you were like, hey, uh, you was telling him to name something, and he said sponsored by Pluto. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. didn't yeah, say brought to you, but he said easy
3: to, uh, to do that, exactly. Yeah, the rumble on
2: Rutledge Hill. That was some good times watching you. Take the songs head to head. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, great on the on the mic, great with the board, but your talent is the production, the, keeping the broadcast together. You've done it with everybody. Uh, Carpew Mayfield.
3: You did Eddie Fox, didn't you? He was there at KDF before it was Nash FM. You know, we did a little bit of stuff together. Eddie and I did a lot more on-air work than we did actually with me producing. him. But, really? Uh, yeah, we were just good-time buddies and, uh, and running mates and um, – we got in trouble on the air, off the air. It was a lot That's of right. fun, you know. And
2: uh, oh, what was I going to say? Now, you're, you're married to the same woman. I remember. I remember. listening to her call up. She sounded really nice. And congratulations, because nowadays I've been married twice, looking for the third one. You've
3: been married. Really? Yeah. You know what the common denominator is, Josh?
2: Tell us. You. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> it's uh, I, I'm I'm too much to handle. It, it really is. I'm like. Uh, I,
3: I'll share a great testimony with you. Um, okay. Right after uh, – well, back in uh, what February of 2006, mm-hmm. uh, my show became a budget cut, and oh, yeah? uh, I, I lost a career. And within two months, um, my wife had enough of my uh, moaning and groaning and not knowing what to do outside of radio, and, and she left. Really? Yeah. We were separated for uh, for 10 months. And um I am a firm believer in the power of prayer.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And um after ten months of God just separating us and, and, and really just allowing us to work on ourselves, our relationship was healed and uh we've been back together since two thousand seven. And um yeah, man, I, I can't say that every day you know, and I'm probably speaking for both of us here, but not every day has been great, but you know, every day with her is better than one day without her. That's just sure kind Of the way I keep it,
2: testify. I'm with you. I'm with you. You got a good one, you got to hold on to them. That's right. Unfortunately, I'm like old Macho Man Randy Savage, too hot to handle, too cold to hold. (laughs) (laughs) It it is all me. I'm not going to lie. I'm just there's something going on in my brain that I can't just you know, women have tried and they deserve like medals of freedom for their efforts. But
3: hey, absolutely, man. You got to treat every day, you got to treat them every day like the queen.
2: Yes. Find,
3: and I'll I'll be honest with you if uh, there's a book out there called The Love Dare Uh-huh and and, and I firmly believe if if more men would selfless, selflessly love their women the world would be a better place. Yeah. That right. book called The Love Dare is what kind of helped me through.
2: And that's good cuz I just got a GED in 2010 and just learned how to read, so
3: I, Good deal. <laughs> We'll be be right on
2: time with that. So, you, okay, you were talking about Blair Gardner, which he's a he's a staple out here in Columbia, Tennessee. Okay. So you're you're doing his thing now. Uh, Westwood One is that where he's at?
3: Yeah, man. Uh, uh, Westwood One is a I, well. I guess back in 2013, I went back to radio, did afternoons mm-hmm. 95 there for a little while. Yeah, uh, which led me to. Um, when Cumulus, the company that that owns those radio stations in town, um, the corporate company bought Westwood One, okay. and uh, developed a country format, um, a, a country programming for the format. Uh, and one of the things that they were doing is uh, they were doing, you know, Kix Brooks does the the American Country Countdown, yeah, and he was also doing a show overnight called Kicking It with Kicks. and mm-hmm. so I was producing that show, and um Kicks uh, came off the overnight show, and Blair Garner, who uh, I don't know if you remember after midnight all those years overnight yep, yep. country radio. I mean Blair was really the first person I'd ever known to do any kind of syndicated coast-to-coast country programming.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, but anyway, Blair came in to take over for Kicks, and um, I still needed a job, and so they allowed me to come in and, uh, and help produce Blair's overnight show for uh for he and eric and uh it's just been a it's been a blessing man ever since we have a good time together
2: yeah because you're the greatest at it. i I couldn't imagine anybody else doing this uh, god willing i I get howard stern money he'd be the first one i'd give a call to
4: <laughs>
2: you know what i need you know what i, I need you to do and you got to give me an appraisal on it no pun intended uh yeah. i need you to uh, i don't need you i'd like for you to <laughs> i should say uh, make me a an intro to this little podcast and go anywhere. The, the production is obviously not that high, but you know I've been rounding up some pretty cool people, and uh, what would be perfect than having Jeff Lyon introduce it. You know what I'm talking about? Like, a, what do they call that? Like John Kay was the guy at KDS
3: that did it. I don't even know what you call it. Would that be your voiceover guy? Yes, that's it. But yeah, man. I mean, yes. Yeah, send some stuff over, and you know, uh, we can throw some sound effects together.
2: Absolutely. Best. I'll send you a check too. I, I got a. Uh, I just I was thinking I was like who who would be better to do it than you you've got it and I remember um uh, what was I thinking you were doing that for a bit too weren't you You were doing a lot of stuff from your house
3: commercials and whatnot because I heard you you're like the voice of car dealership there for a while weren't you oh yeah man I've um I've been fortunate enough over the past ten years to be the voice uh, of a car dealership in Clarksville called Gary Matthews nice. but yeah and I mean you know when you're in this business you. You keep a little microphone hidden away um I've got, a, <laughs> I've got a bonus room above the garage that I affectionately call bonus room productions
2: and yeah, uh,
3: perfect you know i get I get stuff sent to me from time to time but uh, but yeah man i I like to you know you you like to keep your your foot in, yes, so that's kind of what I've done just to scratch the itch yeah and you
2: uh, you always tell me once you get it in you can't get it out, you didn't lie about that and Told me the advice I've lived my whole life. By. You were talking about getting these interviews and stuff. Yeah. You told me it's better to say you're sorry than ask. It's better to
3: to beg for forgiveness than ask permission. That is the uh, <laughs> That is the first rule of radio. If yes. You're asking for permission, <laughs> can I do this? People will tell you no, but if you go ahead and do it, and then it causes a ruckus, then you can just ask for permission and say, Hey, I was just trying to do my job effectively.
2: Yeah, there are times I can't even remember my name half the time, but that right there has always been
3: ingrained
2: in my head. It's like, well, you can go ahead and do it because if you say you're sorry and you give them the little puppy eyes and you're sincere, eight times out of ten, it, it'll kind of brush away. So, Absolutely. Just play dumb. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I happen to be in here by accident, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's uh, that was the perfect thing you could have ever told me. It was uh, it was a fun time and uh, just just love cash that We'd always been a hero and glad everything's going good. I mean your kids, they were obviously
3: young when you were tutelaging me. How are they doing now? What are they up to?
2: Oh wow, man,
3: I've got a um I've got a thirty year old son named Chris who uh, still lives in Nashville and right uh, has four kids. Um, uh, my youngest son, Austin, is now twenty three. Wow. So Means that both you and I are old, and um, you know he he's a big duck hunter, uh, volunteer fireman, and wow. uh, you know I asked him one time I said aren't aren't you going to go to college and he goes man college can't teach me how to work with my hands and I want to work with my hands I heard that so I just you know especially after what I chose to do. Um, I'm never going to second guess if somebody says, "Hey, this is what I want to do." I'm going to, I'm going to always try to encourage them, and that's kind of what I did with Austin. I was like, "Hey, man, college may not be for you. Just mm-hmm. go find out what you want to do." So he has, and we're really proud of the boys.
2: That's yeah, they got to be happy. So I mean, you you just told me you're you're a grandfather. That's what you just basically said. I am I am a grandfather four times over. Yes, that, that's awesome. Now, is it true? I'm not, I'm not there yet, but they say – people say that when you get a grandkid, it's just a whole other playing field when it comes to loving somebody.
3: Oh, I, I, I do agree. I, I First of all, I think having your own kid, you, you, you never understand what unconditional uh, true love actually is until you've held your child for the first time. With your grandkids, it's, it's the same thing except when they get too rowdy and you get tired, you can send them home. But but you couldn't do that with your own kids.
2: Yeah, because they already are home. (laughs) (laughs)
0: batting cleanup on the podcast this week is Sam Payne of Sam Payne Art. He has a styling called Vector Art, some of the coolest stuff I've ever seen. Check him out on social media, his website sampayneart.com, uh, Nashville native. Uh, it's making his ways around the comic conventions and just an all-around great artist. Hope you enjoy it. I'm Sam Payne, <coughs>
2: Sam Payne Art, uh, you just come my eye at a local Comic-Con here in Middle Tennessee. Um, just really enjoy how you bring uh, art to life, and, and thanks for talking to us on the podcast. Can you can you give us a – tell us a little bit about uh, how this became a, a passion for you because it, it's quite a achievement in my opinion.
4: Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you saying that. Um, yeah. If uh, – I, I mean, if we go back to the start, I, I mean, I've pretty much always liked to, to draw and, you know, the, the female figure, which is kind of what most of my stuff, centers Around is pin up and, and, uh, superhero wins and, and nerd culture related females, that kind of thing. But, uh, I mean, I've always kind of, uh, been attracted to, to doing that type of work and, uh. Even when I was like a small kid, I remember getting my uh, my Avengers comics and getting a big piece of poster board and some crayons and, and duplicating that stuff. Um, but but more recently, I would say that it, it's it's uh, uh Mark Ballard who promotes a lot of the con- uh, conventions around him mm-hmm. asked me to do a poster to promote one of his shows, probably about maybe five six years ago, something like that. And then he said, "Well, if you want, you can you can print the uh, character without the text and, and sell prints of it at the show set up and see what happens." And you know me, I'd been disillusioned with it a little bit. I worked in actual penciling comics in the 90s and 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 found out that that was not something that I particularly enjoyed. But but doing the just one-off pin-up images. I, I really like that. So, mm-hmm. sure, I'll, I'll give this another shot, and it, it went kind of well. And uh, you know, one thing led to another, and, and, and now I'm doing it on a regular basis—probably five, six shows a year, maybe yeah. more, depending, you know, on what my real job allows me to do. I understand you and me both. I've got I got a couple of those real ones
2: squirreling <laughs> away <in> myself, <laughs> but like I said. Uh, being a, a person that, that loves, you know, comic culture and, and, and stuff of that nature and sci-fi, um, I can appreciate it. Uh, like I said, I'm not a connoisseur, but it just—I remember what I saw. The first thing I saw of yours, it was the Nashville Vinyl and Record Show and the Comic and Toy Day because I remember they were merged.
4: Um, yeah, yeah, we yeah, were yeah. all in one room.
2: And um, I'd actually got to interview uh, Dan Frega for a, a prior podcast who was there doing art, but. The, the the pictures the way not only are the women just stunningly beautiful but like i remember because as a musician like i think the lady she had like a guitar and it matched her eyes and it was just perfect and i was like wow this is just fantastic and then i hunted you down and then turns out you're doing it as a full-on thing and it's just uh it, it's just really it's it's really appealing to the eye like you really put a lot of heart and soul into this like is there a name of this kind of art? Because I've not, I've never seen anything quite like. Like, it, does it have its own name? Like the, the kind of um, art it is. Like that makes well, sense. Well,
4: the 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 way I do those ups that that I sell the prints of and whatnot, um, is I, I do everything in Adobe Illustrator, which is technically vector art, uh-huh. and uh, it's a vector vector based program. And I also use a, another program. Uh, for my iPad that does basically the same thing called VectorNator Pro. So those are my two my two main uh softwares that I like to uh like to dabble in when I'm doing these. Um everything's just pretty much a hard edge and I don't do a whole lot of uh it's not a painterly type thing. It's uh it's more of creating shapes and putting those shapes together in such a way that the, the hole kind of forms the, the pinup you see in front of it. Mm-hmm and just layer everything as, as it should be until, until you get what you want. So yeah, I mean, if that's what you're speaking of as far as w- what I would call it, uh, yeah, ve- vector art, vector art. Okay, because like
2: I looked at it and then I see it, you know, like the uh, the Betty and Veronica stuff and everything, and, like Josie and the Pussycats. It's just it's it's really it's really intricate and it's 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 a new kind of art that a guy like me who's kind of novice is not accustomed to because my big comic days were, like, like towards the, right at the end of the 90s to 2000s is kind of when I, like, switched from just reading to just just watching the movies and everything. And and then seeing right. that, like, it really it really caught my eye, and I thought it was groovy. As a matter of fact, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to you uh, being the artist of the new podcast feature here eventually. I know you're super busy now, but, like, uh, even the guys you draw me, it's the latest. Still,
4: it's movie. moving up on the list, though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm patient. I know it's going to be fantastic, but... Um what I like about that is because even the superheroes you, you do like like the Captain America and everything, you, you capture the guys real well too. I mean um you just yeah, hear all around Oh no 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 I I understand. 'Cause like like <laughs> no, I Girl, like, like
4: doing that too.
2: Yeah. I just like like Batgirl's awesome. You've got um let's see, what was another one I was enjoying? The the uh, from Daredevil, Electra. Electra was a groovy one. Oh, do you yes.
3: now
2: now now let me ask you this, like if you do a convention, like are you like Like, are you one of the guys where, like, if somebody asks you to draw something, you just freelance it there and autograph it for them? Or how does that that work? Or do you just sell, like, prints and whatnot while you're there?
4: I mean, my main focus is doing the full-color computer-generated, digitally drawn in in Adobe Illustrator prints. But Uh I certainly do a a fair amount of convention sketches and things like that. And I still sketch a lot in my – with traditional media. There's just, like, with digital, you just – know you pick up your ipad or your computer or whatever and you're done you've got all the color and everything there and you don't have to clean up a mess afterwards so may yeah. have got a little bit lazy just in that regard but but yeah i'm, I'm on that list of, of commissions i've got four or five that are uh that are traditional sketches either on a sketch cover or or just a sketch or something
2: yeah uh, either way i mean you know with the computer stuff it, it's not like I mean you can either you're either an artist or you're not. I mean it's just like with anything else, like with picking up a pencil and any medium of you're doing it, you you're either blessed with a talent or you don't have it and I just think yours is on fire, so
4: Well, I really appreciate that, man. You've made uh, my hat swell about ten sizes as long as we could talk so. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: have to get you a bigger hat. But yeah, I just I enjoy it. One of the things I look forward to like, as an appreciator is like every time you know you post something different or something, it's just real cool and hopefully get to catch you one day. Um you and Kevin Eastman are the two guys on my bucket list to 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 eventually meet uh he's been elusive I don't know if he likes middle Tennessee or not. <laughs>
4: yeah, it would be cool if uh, a bunch of you guys that that are uh that are a little more visible could to get somebody like that in town that would be great yeah what um
2: who who inspired you like right right when you started like who who are your who are your guys like who are you like this Man, my,
4: I've, I've got a range of people I really like I really like um Bruce Pym obviously. Um Yeah, yeah. Uh I love the the feel of the simplicity at the 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 li- the liveliness of his of his characters that he does. Um I also like some people that are not that are somewhat related to comics but not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Shane Glines, uh, who does a lot of character design for uh for animation and stuff like that. I like his work. I like uh ragnar who is uh, really really cool got a uh got a real mid-century feel to everything he does um i like to look at the old stuff the old cover work that that uh robert mcginnis used to do the real pulpy noir filling stuff that he used to do i really love that um mm-hmm. and one of my newest favorites is not new anymore but more recent favorites is is pernil and she did uh did a hit girl thing with um kevin smith recently i think uh that was the first comic work i'd seen of hers most of her stuff had been character design and illustration that i'd seen her mm-hmm. are is beautiful her her painterly style is really really sweet it's soft but it's it's uh it's not weak yeah it, it's just uh i would highly recommend her work if uh if you want to buy an art book buy Look for uh, Prunella Orum and, and check her out. Now, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. <laughs>
2: yeah, if it, not. There's enough people to know her, and be able to find her, or whatever. But um, yeah, let's let's get back to the meat here. If someone wants to commission you or just appreciate your stuff, uh, can you give out your social media,s and your um, and your website if you've got one?
4: Yeah, I'd love to. SampainArt.com uh, is my website. It's uh, it's got a store on it as well. It's it's uh, Painfully uh, neglected a lot of the time <laughs> uh most of the stuff I concentrate mainly on instagram for my
3: art posts
4: uh it's probably more up to the minute more of more uh more of a window into what I'm doing at any given time and then uh a lot of the stuff I'll repost on my facebook page which is also uh Pain art so my instagram is painless twenty eleven and it's spelled with p a y n l e s s Okay, and that's Instagram. Yeah, that's my Instagram, and that's probably the, the best place to see the most stuff. Cool, yeah, I need to get with the
2: times. I I just now started Facebook, as sad as that sounds, I, just to admit. um I'm fairly new to, to social media. I, I've spent a lot of time kind of just being a, a regular guy, I guess. <laughs> I,
4: gotta, I get with it, but I'm, uh, you just inspired me. I'm going to have to get Instagram because i looking at this stuff. Yeah, I get it. I love it because it's not merely the political crap you have to wade through.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. like you
4: do on Facebook or the oh, face, it, bank yeah. all that yeah. stuff.
2: The wars. Um,
4: I was going to ask you
2: another thing. Have you ever tried to do the, like the women, the divas of the WWE? Because they would probably love uh, to see your art, like doing them as far as artwork goes.
4: You know, I have not. And, and for whatever reason, I've never been – just a huge fan of wrestling over and above the the stars that yeah. make it into movies that I that I enjoy. Like I'm a huge fan of Dwayne Johnson and yeah. and the Guardians of the Galaxy, man, with uh, uh, Dave Bautista. Yeah, yeah, Bautista. Uh-huh. He he is uh, man. He is just a joy to watch and perform yeah. and, and do stuff. But you know, in the ring, I haven't I haven't seen a ton of it. Um, uh-huh. I've watched a few a few bouts, you know, here and there. But uh, even went to see the the King Jerry Lawler um, back in yeah. back in the in the day at the old Municipal Auditorium in Nashville once, and, and loved every minute of it. But, yeah. Um, but you know, I just never. It was just nothing that that made the made the list of stuff I had to
2: see. I hear yeah. you.
4: Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, because those women, you know, they, uh,
2: they're a lot of good looking guys. I just thought if you ever did some of their likenesses, yeah. they would probably just, just be all over that. But like you said, you, you do what you, you love and it shows. And all this art is fantastic. And, and I, I really appreciate you taking the time, my friend. Oh, boy. Yes, sir. Where where can people find you as far as these conventions? What what do you got coming up in the next few months or whatever? Or what's your what's your tour uh, schedule?
4: Let's see. What have I got coming up as far as dates? I might be a little vague on those, but I've got a con, uh, the comic and pop culture con in Huntsville, that is coming up in April. I've got. Uh, I've got a, uh, a May convention in Clarksville, and, and those dates escape me. I apologize for that. Oh, that's but, fine. I uh, just did an in-store at Mar- uh, uh, Golden Age 1942 in Maryville, Tennessee.
2: Yep. Um,
4: let's see. That's uh I wanna say there's something else and it it just oh I've got uh in October I've got uh Memphis Comic Expo, which is one of the the mid to large or shows that I'll do. I don't do the huge ones, the C two E twos, the yeah. Dragon Con, San Diego stuff like that. I have uh-huh. been to those but I've never <laughs> set up. But uh they one of those. So I like to I like to, I like to have a little more personal feeling of these things and not feel like I'm at some big Corporate event at some point.
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah, cause eventually it gets to where it's not even personal. There's so much going on, people get overwhelmed and all that. I I like the ones like the one I went to in Franklin, where you could actually take the time to talk to somebody, you know, and not just get get a quick drawing or something, and a pat on the back, a picture. So that, that's more my speed, anyway.
4: Yeah, I like to be able to have a conversation with some of these people when they come by, and they all meet a lot of cool, interesting people doing this and surprisingly pick up a lot of commission work for later on by contacts that I make. So it's, sure. it's, it's both fun and it, it kind of pays off. Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's it for this week's Josh Belcher Uncharted podcast. Special thanks to my guests Jeff Lyon, Sam Payne of Sam Payne Art, Richie McDonald Lone Star, Eddie Raven, everyone involved in the TAPS uh, album Love Lives On, And comedian Brandon Skelton for being my co-host. really thankful for all my opportunities and really enjoy what I do. And thank you all the listeners for taking a listen. I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Because if you keep listening, I'm going to keep making them. If you know anybody you think would be a great guest, have them hit me up. JoshBelcher at Hotmail.com. Now remember, I love you for you where you're at in life. And we'll catch you later on down the line. Have a great week. Bye, everybody.